0: Hi, this is Marcus from The Pod, and if you head over to modernartisrubbish.com, you can see all the images that we're talking about in the show. It's episode number 33, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to episode number 33 of Modern Art is Rubbish podcast. That wasn't me. That was robot, Marcus. Modern
1: art is rubbish. Yeah,
0: that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I do my robot voice? I'm so tired. Can I do
1: the episode number as well? Episode number 33.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now spell colour. C-O-L-O-R. That's we used to have a thing called speak and spell and it used to spell colour without the U like American spelling yeah and I, I'm still trying to work out with maths and math Because I probably think that math is actually more logical, but maths just sounds so right because it's what we grew up with.
1: Oh Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. that's a weird one, isn't it? It's one where the uh, Queen's English has maybe got it wrong. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it sounds
0: (laughs) right, but I think math actually is a more of a logical uh, thing to call it. Anyway, I totally digress because that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about today. We went to the, as we did last year, um, the Brighton University degree art show. We obviously go there because we are, if you don't know, we live in the seaside city. Isms! We weren't going to do a uh, a Brighton degree show special because last year we, it was a bit disappointing. Was and, it? Yeah. Were I, you I, disappointed? I felt disappointed in some ways by the response. the response to the, your own response to the show or response to the podcast. Yeah, I shouldn't be talking negatively, should I, maybe? Well,
1: you know, it's nice to talk and for people to listen. People can, it's like therapy, this podcast, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to share my stresses about last year's podcast with you all. I'm sorry about that, but thank you. I mean, if you do want to charge for listening on, I understand, but... Math! <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a lot of good works so we, we spent about five six hours anyway yeah it was a long time i was quite tired at the end yeah no, no we had we did stop for coffees yeah did stop for coffees i actually went to it three times the first artwork uh we went to see was actually uh, done by a group of five artists. I suppose it's, it was just a cooperative space, really. And just to describe it, I think it looked like a vegan pop up cafe.
1: Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a vegan pop up cafe. <laughs> I
0: mean, it was a room in the university and it had sofas and it had a collection of all the uh, artist books. And it, yeah, it had like a sort of like a kitchen area and it had like benches and seating.
1: And the artists themselves? Yeah. I mean, I guess the the vegan pop up thing. It was kind of almost an alternative sort of lifestyle feel to it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was, and they had lots of lots of events. And this is actually for a degree show, by the way. So just so you are aware, I mean, it's actually is an art piece, and uh, they they had a manifesto for their art piece, and it was it said Cooperative members have equal and democratic control over the space, resources, and decisions. So uh,
1: how many artists were there in? The, or oh, are there in the? Uh, Cooperative. There was five. Five, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, um, you know, the aim, it says here, was to create a safe space where efforts should be made to listen to marginalised voices. Uh, The collective is also committed to extending these principles to beyond the safe space they are creating. It it was a a space where people who come in and spend a lot of time sitting on the sofas and just chatting, and they had uh, various artists come in, guest artists, and come in to do talks. Great. Yeah. yeah. So um, speaking to them, though, it's quite interesting because I thought, well, you know, if there's five eyes all together, how do they get marked? I asked a couple of them about this, and basically they're all judged together. Um, they all get the same mark.
1: So they're not doing any other pieces for their degree show, it's no. just the uh, pop up vegan cafe. Yeah, what, which, pop up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop calling it that. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> It'll be interesting interesting to see what mark they get.
0: Well, what do you think, Tom, we should give it? I give it maximum. I don't know what what a degree. What's the what's the maximum? First class. First class. Which is a first, which you
1: need seventy percent.
0: Oh. So it's first class. I liked it. The reason I liked it first class is because I actually went there three times because it was such a nice space to to relax and chill out there's there's a box ticking exercise that um that all tutors uh, have to do uh, to to grade an art piece this doesn't really fit into any of those boxes because of course the piece is about the space working but how they actually do it is they actually mark it before it's actually completed so
1: they're marking the idea rather than the work, the finished work.
0: Well, I've got an idea concept, here. concept, yeah. Yeah. Just to, to give an example right here, Tom, I'm, I've got something that I'm going to ask you to do, and then this will show how odd that is. All right, Tom, if you can read this bit of Shakespeare, the first sentence. Okay, the whole I'm, piece. I'm going to mark you on your performance of the whole piece.
1: Thou slave, thou wretch, thou coward. Thou little valiant, great in Okay, villainy. that's enough, that- that's
0: enough. I'm going to mark you on your performance of the whole piece. Oh, I was
1: just getting into it.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. So, right, so Tom, that is how this piece got marked. Saying that's what's happened, is they... they. Um, they so the markers just interrupted them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an interruption exercise by the university.
0: So the piece doesn't actually get finished. The piece isn't finished before they mark it. Yeah, so if you were watching a
1: Shakespeare play and it, it was like it ended after 10 minutes and then everyone was ushered out the theatre.
0: And then they marked the whole play. Then they are. yeah, yeah. It's that kind of vibe. Yeah. I mean... It's very interesting. Space uh, as well is they had like some really interesting talks and uh, from different artists and stuff, and it was just like a really community feel. And they want to take it on the road, but apparently you have to be careful because they have to have a uh, for the piece they had to have a lot of health and safety considerations.
1: Absolutely, and when you take stuff on the road, there's
0: uh, I don't know. Uh, apparently they were about to, yeah <laughs> they're about to go live with their piece, and they had to. Uh, Fill out loads of health and safety requirements and check and see things like, uh, like for instance, that there wasn't any spikes in the sofas. I suppose.
1: I mean, it's open to the public, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. We 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 just walked into the union. and walk, yeah. Walked around the whole show.
0: I've actually, I actually somehow maintained a copy through my contacts of the actual health and safety issues.
1: Okay, so I've got a like an image of a general risk assessment
0: form and it's like let's go into non-specifics of course
1: Uh, all right yeah yeah so it's got boxes like what are the hazards who might be harmed and how what controls do you have in place what further action is necessary to reduce the risk to low who takes the action and so on so like the hazards you want me to read what the hazards are yeah yeah okay electric mob being plugged in and used in the studio.
0: Okay. Well, what would you do about your electric mob if you had a problem with that?
1: Electric mob. It's what would electric you do? hob, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. What Sorry. would you
0: do? What would you do personally?
1: What to reduce the hazard? Yeah. Well, if you want it completely uh, nullified, you like take the hob and you remove it from the uh, exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> Health and safety. We've got to move this. <laughs> I'm going to snip the plug. (laughs) We don't want any children getting injured by a hot hob. (laughs) Okay, so the next one down is working with cooking implements such as knives and heat. Hate? Yeah. What do you
0: mean cooking in hate? What's this hate nonsense? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, that's related to the previous one. That's just going over already covered ground on this form, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But knives. Okay, we're going to take those knives. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want anyone injured in here. Please put them in this box here. We're going to put it in the safe in our underground vault. (laughs) 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 After that, they got food allergies... Yeah. among people feeding yeah so i guess you need a bouncer like on the door or maybe to uh if you want to nullify it you get a dietician or um what do you call it a nutritionist yeah on the door so when people come in it's like excuse me before you come in do you have any uh a family history of uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> food allergies of any description oh. <laughs>
0: i had to fill that in in apparently like two hours i mean it's hard to get a nutritionist at such short notice yeah. as m- i'm sure most of you know <laughs> apparently as well <laughs> apparently as well is that um you you know when you get guest speakers you have to check that they haven't been banned from from uh from college before for speaking
1: or they have bad halitosis. Yeah. <laughs> what if the speaker had eaten peanuts yeah. just before speaking and oh, someone man. had a peanut allergy at the
0: front? That is actually possible. Peanut allergies are quite serious, aren't they? But yeah. so, so the thing is, you like... What kind of speaker? Does that mean you could have get, like, Abu Hamza turn up because he's not been banned from the college?
1: That was not mentioned on the form,
0: but now <laughs> they're
1: going to get marked down for this, aren't they? <laughs> you
0: know, just get someone <laughs> thoroughly undesirable over it, but if they've not been banned, I assume that's all right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, wow. has Abu Hansa been banned from What's, speaking in art? In, in Brighton College? No. In, he hasn't yeah, no. He hasn't.
0: I doubt he has. He scares me with his hook, though. He's got a nasty hook, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, I mean that's an art piece. Should we review that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The vault always gets filled up at the uh, university shows. Okay, so we've got some hookers, green-coloured paper, which obviously could be inhaled, four art books. Oh, I suppose, yes, these could be used to start files. I'll put them over there with Abu Hanza's hook. Uh, I noticed you brought a couple of artists down here. These are dangerous to the general public. Has their work been a bit too challenging? Are these artists banned? We'll lock them in here for the exhibition. Artists in the far corner over there.
0: Okay. This this is right, Andrew. But I, I've always wanted to talk about it. It's my favourite episode of Star Trek. Right? It was um, have you seen the one called It's Called Eden? Basically, it did the original Star Trek is set in the '60s, and there's lots of really groovy sort of space hippies that want to get to Eden. And of course, uh, the Enterprise is not going in that, going in the direction that they want. So what the space hippies do is they actually. Uh, take over the ship and how they do it is they play over the sort of uh, the pa system of the ship they play a um groovy music that just leaves people just sort of like grooving down to the music oh, this sounds great man. Yeah, yeah it's such a good <laughs> film and there's even a scene where mr spock is asked to jam on his sonic harp with the with the uh space hippies and they do a really good jam <laughs> session it's brilliant. and yeah I know you're wondering what's this got to do with the Brian DeGree show but um, there's always in Star Trek I just wanted to get that story in about Star Trek but there's always in Star Trek a place where they you suddenly see forms, they're normally like spiritual forms or like organic forms and and they sometimes like uh, appear as a sort of like cloud of colours and they suddenly appear and then they take on a human form normally sort of like colours of that sort of shimmer and then that is suddenly in its 60s style forms into a, into a person. Yeah. And, and when you just notice that there's an alien in, in, in the distance, it's sort of like an organic alien, I thought if it was real, I thought these paintings that we saw by uh, an artist called Mary McElise is uh, um, how I would imagine it would be. Uh, Now, to describe her paintings, and they're extremely large, pale paintings. Was uh, was she the one
1: who based them on some work her brother had done? Yeah,
0: organic, organic, yeah. So at first glance, they're they're very pale and almost white. You can see barely perceptible colours that sort of like are undulating, but there's almost like a kind of spiritual, the start of an organic form starting to manifest itself before you, but on the canvas, that's how I describe them. Wow, yeah. That's really trippy. But also, the sad thing is is that, um, well, it's not sad. You have to actually stand in front of the paintings to understand them because they do not translate at all onto photographs.
1: Yeah, so we, we were quite taken aback when we were in We were both quite excited by yeah. them,
0: weren't we? Yeah. Oh, we, were def- we were definitely fans of this, weren't we? Yes, Uh, and when you look at them there's nothing for your eyes to lock onto but but because because the actual canvases they're constantly in flux so it's like looking at something that's white that's constantly moving it's very it's very very interesting cool Okay, so sticking with the, the space theme. The final
1: exhibition.
0: <laughs> so there was this big sort of like, it was about five foot high, wiry, we went and it was like a five foot high, uh, wiry sculpture. And when I saw it, I said to you, Tom, I said, look, it's, it's almost like it's crushing space, but like, not just space, but like space time. And it reminded me of those uh, models, I don't know if you've ever seen the models of Einstein when they show about the, uh, explaining Einstein's theories uh, on gravity and how, you know, gravity and space and how, how, uh, you know, uh, gravity warps time. So anyway, I thought, oh, that's good. So I thought, oh, this looks a bit like, sort of like a crazy crushed Einstein piece, you know. And I spoke to the artist, who is Grace Attrell, and I said, I explained that, and I said, well, it's like that. And she said, yeah, this is what I was thinking. And no I way, went, yeah. I went, I went, well done. I went, well done. Like, I felt like I was a cheer going, well done. You have exactly achieved what you set out to do.
1: Oh, You said, well done, and then an apple fell on your head.
0: <laughs> 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 Ouch! I also thought it was really nice to see something that wasn't trying too hard. And I like that. I thought it was quite refreshing. It was actually just proper sculpture. Nice, yeah. yeah. Well done! Yeah. Sculptures! <laughs> I read enough about the Seven Sisters. Do you know about the Seven Sisters? I know, you know, they're in, obviously, there's, there's a sort of a section of cliffs, isn't there? What's this sh- section of cliffs? An area in, near Bryan called the Seven Sisters? Uh, a school of cliffs. School of cliffs. <laughs> 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 I have no idea what a collective name for cliffs is. Cliffs. <laughs> so. Seven Sisters, right, it is an area in Brighton, but also, uh, I was reading up the, the Seven Sisters, Seven Sisters that uh, the Olympian gods all did to do with, apparently they got it on and they had lots of kids.
1: So that's where the name comes from, then? Yeah,
0: Seven Sisters. They were uh, Seven Heavenly Sisters.
1: Because these are like seven big white cliffs, not far outside of the city, aren't they? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. But Zeus apparently got together with one of them and had Hermes. Uh, Another one, uh, there was one called Electra, and Zeus had a couple of kids with her. They went on an adventure. Yeah, yeah. um, Sisyphus... um, She got married to one and he had a few kids. Sisyphus, the guy who was condemned to push the stone up the hill. What did he give everyone else Sisyphus as well? (laughs) (laughs) The first artist uh, from the 3D that I just want to talk about is a guy called Joe Bowman and basically his, pr- his project was exploring the sort of hidden qualities of Brighton, his local landscape, uh, and he sort of like had a personal and investigative work so he can look beyond the famous iconic landmark and give value to the often overlooked parts of this city, like charity shops, graffiti, you know. So what he's done is he's actually created, in homage to the local cliffs which are called the Seven Sisters, he's actually created a, um, ceramic works uh, seven s- Sisters yeah so uh,
1: they don't look anything like cliffs this is more the Heavenly Sisters he's created one,
0: no no I, I, but I think so he's is, created sisters he's created sisters from the cliffs inspired by the cliffs okay, the cliffs yeah. called Seven Sisters so he's created Seven Sisters I don't think they look heavenly I think they look more Brightonian Sisters
1: I think they look like jelly babies. Really super cool jelly babies. Jelly
0: babies, they're great. Have you?
1: Well, they're quite small in the image. And in real life, they're what are they about...
0: About fur. one foot. Yeah. yeah, they're not not one
1: foot's like only twelve inches, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I helps. think
0: they think they're about that size. They're not. They're not. They're not huge. But what one... they're quite big for jelly babies. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that they've used he's used these colours. These colours, which are, I recognise them from Brighton. They're sort of like blue and pinks, and there's one that's like a sort of like a green, which looks a bit like a lot of uh, the the lamp posts. You know, the fact that they need painting. Um, sure, a lot yeah, of our yeah. lampposts are actually turquoisey green round here. The colours that I kind of recognise from being around here. Right. Yes. Yeah, so what were they made out of? Uh, ceramics. The ceramics. Yeah. Cool. So that's the Seven Sisters. Seven Deadly Sisters. I don't know if they're Seven Deadly Sisters. I yeah, just said that because uh, of sins. Yeah. Well, Heavenly Sisters. Heavenly Sisters. Yeah. yeah. I think they're Britonian Sisters though. I think he's, he's, he's brought them very much down to I uh, I don't think if you if you. Uh, if you slept with any of those, you would have uh, any gods.
1: Well, you might get uh, syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> Sisyphus. So, sorry, Sisyphus. Hmm. Or you might get, uh, I don't know, you might get delivered to Hermes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I do want to mention as well uh, is, is someone called Anna Isabel Shearday uh, apologies if I pronounce your name in- incorrectly she, her work is actually about taking spaces like back streets or, or spaces a bit run down and putting sculptures and installations in them which I found quite interesting um, mm. uh, is so, this the ones on the pathways and the the, yeah. the little uh,
1: yeah. yes Yes, I can remember looking at those in yeah. the steps. So you like in the city you get little walkways where you can Yeah. Little shortcuts. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a lot in Brighton, there's quite a few places like yeah, that, yeah.
0: isn't there? And and her idea was um to take these spaces and to put artworks in them um, so that they become sort of like new meeting spaces rather than places where I don't know where
1: where (laughs) you just walk quickly because it smells of urine yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: now her work is I think is ongoing and she does some really really interesting nice sketches she's definitely someone who does a lot of drawing as well but I think it's you know it's a really interesting from the point from the conceptual point of view And, and the work's really really nice you know the uh that 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 she sort of like today, sort of like a, something looks like multiple coloured leaves, inspired by the colours of the of the graffiti. Yeah, uh, sort of like forming an a sort of like a an archway, a sort of blooming archway. I don't know how else oh, to yes, describe. it. yes, it's like bringing the graffiti to life. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I really like that, and I think it's something that you know, us when I actually spoke with her, I actually thought you know it's something that you could it can. Develop well beyond just degree. Yeah, town planning. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need it. We need it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, another artist that I looked at, we looked at Easy Hoffman. Right. What I like about it is he's someone who's making jewelry. But, you know, like when you get, have you ever got, got given any family heirlooms? No. No. I well, don't
1: think so. Well, I've been given stuff by my family. Like, I've got a, a pot. It's like a blue, like, uh, cooking pot. Yeah. That um, There's pictures of it in the early 70s. My yeah. mum and dad had it when they were first yeah. married. It's in my kitchen yeah, now. Yeah. So that was, like, nearly 50 years ago. Yeah. Is that count as an heirloom? Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I'm trying to think. I, I got a family heirloom. I remember my nan took me before. She said, "You know, I'm not going to be here, so you won't. You know, I want to want you to have this now." What was That's, it a sieve? No, it, wasn't. it was. <laughs> it was Harry Belafonte's greatest hits. <laughs> what a vinyl! <laughs> yeah, it was. It's fantastic. It's got got. Uh, this is my island in the sun. Coconut woman is calling out every day. You can hear her shout. That was one of the lines in his song. Yeah, Yeah, and I love Harry Belafonte to this day. I still think his music's good. It's it's, it's full of joy.
1: Well, it's it's full of your nan as well, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Belafontisms.
0: Now, why am I talking about Harry Belafonte? Why? I I totally forgot why I was talking about Harry Belafonte. Family heirlooms. Your Family heirlooms. Right. Right, I there's an artist. She made jewellery for her final piece, and her name's Izzy Hoffman. She made, like, white pale sort of silvery looking sort of, but not shiny, silvery looking flowers. And she also made like uh, sort of rock kind of bits of metal. Basically, all her pieces looked like they already had history. So she created new works and they looked like they already were heirlooms and they already had a history behind them.
1: Oh, so what was she buying? old, Old bits of metals... All bits of silver and bending them
0: into new well, things. Well, no, I don't or? know how a process works, but she actually made... Uh, let's, let's find the photos. Yes. When I talked to her, she talked about her history, her family histories, and said so that this represents the history of of this. And she would have poems written by other people that might go with the, the jewellery. But had she not said that, somehow those pieces look like they already had history i okay, can't describe yeah, yeah. it anywhere else she managed to create pieces that looked like they were old someone had said brought them on antiques road show and said i've had this in the family for years and there's a story behind it i wouldn't have i would have thought oh yeah they were like that somehow yeah. she'd put history in into her pieces even though they're brand new
1: so shall we talk to izzy yeah. See if she'll lend us a bit, and let's go on the antiques roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> How long's it been
0: in the family? Really? <laughs> We've done Joe. We've done easy we've done mary we haven't done brie as well we've got to do brie as well as let's do brie now
1: and no, i'm i'm vegan now
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah that was our, our that was our sound piece i hope you were... yeah should we do a sound piece <laughs>
1: Alright,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do. Let's do a sound piece. Let's do a sound piece, yeah. Because we, we we went and listened to a sound piece, so uh, we'll uh, we went and listened to a sound piece. So should we should we do one first before we talk about this one? Okay, go on then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Quiet, Toby. Toby.
1: Toby. Enough, 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 enough! Quiet, Toby. Enough enough, enough,
0: enough, 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 enough! enough! Quiet, Toby. That piece that we just recorded there, that's a bit less uh, relaxing than one that we actually saw at the uh, show. Yeah. Toby is such a bad boy. Such <laughs> a bad boy. <laughs> but you know yes. Yeah, so it's a multi-sensory yeah piece? yeah it's a multi-sensory piece in fact just toby <laughs> <laughs> so um here's the actual here's a clip i actually recorded uh, um of uh, uh of the piece by brie leeds so should we have do you want to have a listen to that time yeah it's more relaxing than ours i can tell you
1: no toby relax toby <laughs> <laughs>
0: So just to describe the piece it's actually by brie Leeds, and um you walk into a darkened room and uh, four speakers are in either corner the music you just heard that's playing and at on one end of the room there's a sort of like light fabric and on it is beamed uh, evolving artworks and um apparently the piece was all about art therapy i got quite uh quite buzzed by it how did you feel as soon as i went in there, i could see
1: the uh therapy you could sense the therapeutic thing and i i the artist was sitting there wasn't she yeah yeah. and i was i said oh was this created from doing care work
0: yeah and she was like no
1: but yeah no.
0: She but didn't. she did say it was for therapy didn't but you? yeah yeah What's did you therapy? say well done <laughs> that's exactly what i thought
1: i said enough
0: <laughs> quiet we're trying to
1: relax in here <laughs> So I guess in the health and safety form for that one, if people got too relaxed and died.
0: Another piece we saw, which was quite interesting, was uh, it was a, basically it was, a, it was a blackboard, and you stuck your head through it, and then you could draw uh, draw whatever you want around it. So it's oh. like, like like you know like when you go to the seafront, um, you stick your head through a picture, and then you know like you you've got the body of a of a sailor or a, a pirate a, or a pirate, yeah, pirate, yeah. It was the idea of making you, you know, you the viewer, part of the art piece. So
1: hang on, if it's like one of those things, it's very share-friendly because people pop their head through and they get someone to take a photo. It's quite social media friendly, isn't it, those sort of pieces?
0: The artist is Alexandra Motiu, who's actually known as Mozart, M O A T. Z-A-R-T on, on our website and our website's really interesting it's got some really interesting collages and kind of like what look like woodblock prints um, so I, I recommend checking out our work. but it's about the idea that uh, writers in political situations if they just write about it and they don't actually take part then they're part of the problem
1: alright yeah
0: so yeah, you know, I I enjoyed putting my head through that and but did, so yeah did you become part of the problem when you did <laughs> <laughs> in the spirit of confession because at the moment in, in the UK uh, for those who don't know we've got a lot of uh Politicians that are uh, in the running to become our next prime minister, and they—they they all have decided to admit that they did drugs, and um, uh, well, lots of them are, are admitting that they. I, I
1: don't think they've decided. I think there's one certain politician, everyone who knows the name of, who's uh, putting pressure. Underneath, and so they've all decided to own up before this certain politician. He's got them. He's got them with his elbow Uh, over their
0: necks, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone knows it. No one's saying
0: it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, in the spirit of confession, I'd like to admit to nicking something. Now, on on live on the podcast, it's not it's not live, Marcus. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah, it's nice recording before. When I was five, we need to clear the air. When I was okay. five, right? I had a joint birthday party and one of the mums said, oh, look, here's a present for you and can you give the present to the other kid? I can't even remember his name now. So I opened mine and I realised that she bought me a propeller toy plane, like, like one of those metal ones. Pretty cool. I mean, I actually think it's quite cool now, but when you're five, you don't want propeller planes to play with. Well, you didn't. No, you don't. All right, yeah. What do you want? You want a jet. You want a jet fighter if you're a child. Do you? Yeah, that's what I did. So anyway, I thought, this is not very good. So logically, what I did was I opened the other kid's present, you know, and it was a jet fighter.
1: Bad, Toby. Very (laughs) bad. 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 (laughs) It
0: was a jet fighter. So rather than give the kid the plane, I thought, I just kept both. Oh, such a bad boy. I know. Such a bad boy. It was the same party where I actually... <laughs> it was the only, one, the only time I accidentally went into the ladies' toilet.
1: Oh, my God, Marcus. <laughs> so you were five at this time.
0: Yeah, it's the same party, I remember it. And yeah. uh, I looked on the door and I looked up and I read, "gentlemen." And I thought, <laughs> I thought women were gentlemen when I was a child, because of course you were five. You know, it was it was a while ago, misogyny oh, and, right, yeah, yeah. and all that. And uh, I thought women w- were gentlemen,
1: and men were rough men. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> gentlemen were rough men. The other toilet, so there was gentlemen and there was laddies ladies yeah, yeah so if you Not think ladies, about it, ladies
1: so you did it was an honest mistake yeah Lusko and man, i an walked into mistake. you didn't inhale no <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to our our next our next piece which is again it's another in the spirit of cooperation and collectiveness it's by three artists al Kofi Liz Crane and Tom Nicholson Really interesting piece. So you actually did two, two, two separate pieces. And the first one is you walk into a room and it looks like a museum. It looks like one of those sort of museum exhibits. And on the wall is all sort of writing. And um, so so you walk into this sort of like a black room. Uh, it, it feels exactly like it would be an exhibit in in a, in a museum, you know, yeah. the dark and well. There warm. was no
1: artist credits on the wall with it. Yeah,
0: they just said little quotes.
1: It was all references to the British Empire yeah. stealing, like, artworks, jewels yeah. from uh, countries around the globe. Yeah. And then there was, like, a box the a, just, a, yeah a display of them and it
0: was empty yeah it was a display of empty works and and uh, they'd all been stolen yeah 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 so at the very end of the room there was a, a sort of like a, a white display cabinet and it was completely empty
1: so yeah pillaging is pillaging. Yeah,
0: yeah. pillaging yeah yeah and this is a sort of like a, a, a section of the writing and it's kind of like an artist statement which is on the wall and it says a three white British people, we have privileged access to a vast collections of cultural artefacts from around the world, many stolen by the British in conquest. It's because of British imperialism and its violent history of slavery, colonization and acquisition that such rich collections exist. The British Museum uses rhetoric of global shared heritage, depoliticizing debate around ownership and repatriation, and normalizing Western interpretations of culture. I do feel that. I have to say, I like the British Museum. I love the uh, um, I love the actual building. But sometimes you do walk around there and you do think there's a lot of n- nicked stuff.
1: Yeah. It mm-hmm. never occurred to me before seeing this work,
0: but it's so true, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> they also did a piece which was about flags, and it was all the flags of the 14 British Overseas Territories. So when you walk into the... Uh, so
1: these are current Overseas Territories. Yes,
0: so when you yeah. walk into the uh, university, um, you see all these flags hanging down from the, sort of, uh, hanging down the oh, stairwell. Oh, this is in the, yeah, in the
1: middle of the stairwell. In the middle yeah. of the stairwell. Um, and most of the flags have got Union Jacks in the corner. Yeah,
0: it's called Symbols of Empire. And over the last few decades, many of British overseas territories and colonies, you know, the remnants of the vast empire, have sought and won independence. And these territories represented by those flags have either voted to remain under British rule or have been unable to exercise their democratic right. And one of the the cases they actually mentioned is uh, the British Indian Ocean Territory, where basically it was separated from Mauritius. The British lease it to the Americans. Uh, to make way for a US military base and that was in the nineteen seventies. When I look at these flags, I mean I actually found it quite I was quite emotional because I know people that have been affected by this and and it's it's kind of like we take these, these places for granted, a lot of these these places and 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 it's quite shocking. I I saw a survey where where they still said that a lot of people still believe it's like forty percent of people think that the British Empire was overall quite a good thing.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, fifty-two voted for Brexit, didn't they? So they didn't say much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Tom, um, that was it. That's that's it for our, our l- little look at the Brighton degree show. Yes, yes, that is. Yeah. <laughs> any uh, any other bits that you we we didn't mention that you want to mention? Um... Yeah, the fashion and textiles is always really good, but it doesn't really come under our remit of our podcast.
1: Yeah no, it, was, it
0: is always interesting. Fashion yeah. textiles. Yeah, yeah, so it's really good. Just to remember, um, Facebook's getting quite popular it, at the moment, so uh, please head over to our our Facebook page if you want to inj- join in. We regularly post on there. What's yeah. the f- Facebook address? It's
1: Facebook dot com forward slash Monlight is rubbish.
0: Okay, um, we're, we 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 tweet Twitter we tweet.
1: We tweet from the. Trees.
0: Yeah. What What is our Twitter podcast? Twitter, Twitter.
1: Twitter.com forward slash mod art is rubbish.
0: Uh, i just like to say that I don't think all mod art is rubbish. And I saw I spoke to a bloke on the Brighton Seafront. He had a really nice name, oh, Nice. No,
1: I'm a little bit
0: scared of Paul Weller. Oh, well, are you? Well, do you? Don't be scared of Paul Weller. Okay. He's nothing to be scared of. <laughs> yeah. He's a tough talker, but, <laughs> but he's all right. He's all
1: right,
0: okay. yeah. Okay, and also... Um, we love to hear from you. Now, if you want to contact us, you can contact us by our Facebook page and our Twitter. But also, um, we have an email address, which is...
1: Info at modernartisrubbish.com.
0: Yeah, and the website, modernartisrubbish.com. Also, the show does cost money. We do have a Patreon page where you can make donations. It's patreon.com forward slash modernartisrubbish. Okay, and then it's just goodbyes. Goodbye. Do a Toby. (laughs) We'll get Toby barking. Right,
1: say goodbye, Toby. Go on, say goodbye. (laughs) No, don't... Do not mount that man's leg. Toby, no! (laughs) Stop it, Toby! I'm very sorry, sir.